What's up, guys? Episode 26 of Orange and Blue Thing. That is Darren Meenan. That's Darren Meenan. I'm Brian Ernie. Uh, June 22nd, uh, the Mets are not very good. I didn't say what up. What up? What up? What up? <laughs> Nine games under 500, 11 and a half games out of first place. But we're gonna, not good? Th- I, don't, I think I've seen better. I've seen yeah. better. But uh, we're going to hang out and talk about them anyway. Uh, tonight, Steven Matz against Hyun Jin Ryu. Did I do that right? I don't know. Sounds good. 10-10, first pitch on SMY. Check it out Obviously. if you want to, If you're a masochist and want to stay up late and do that to yourself, well, that's Have your problem. Have you been problem. watching these games? Uh, oh, sorry. I'm, we can't cheers tonight. Yeah. I'm drinking water. You can't, a- you can't cheers water. It's the 26th episode, and it's right. the first time I'm not drinking. Well, Even the daytime morning show I drank. I had a little Baileys in my coffee. <laughs> you but did. You did. I'm battling a cold here. I'm trying to be nice and healthy for Saturday's outing, so... I'm not trying to push it. So they're six and eight through this stretch, and the answer is no. I have not watched the last two nights. I tried. I watched the expansion Monday draft night. last night, so you know that I was bored and waiting for something to happen. So. Monday night, I woke up as the bases were loaded and Reyes was up. Um, you know that would have brought it. I think that would have tied it if he actually hit the third home run of the night. But obviously, that didn't happen. But he did have a three yeah, home a new, run game in Philadelphia. Yeah, I was there for back. that. I was there for that. Oh, did you? Oops. My you bad. know what the. Um, uh, this is the first game of the three that a New Yorker is pitching, so maybe Matt's will have a good luck tonight. Because last two, last two nights they promoted like Southern California's Gaselman, Southern California's Pill. Like, all right, well that didn't work. No, not so much. Well, you know, Stephen Matz is is my boy. You know, it's he's from the uh, school district right next to mine. Yeah. So. Uh, listen, I mean. Uh, it's... Oh, and by the way, when uh, two episodes ago. Well, <laughs> I was delirious because the Mets had just won three of four against the Braves, two yeah. of three from the Cubs. And I was yeah. like, you know what? Next 18, they're going uh, said 11, 11 and 7. seven yeah. And you were more realistic with 9 and 9. And what are they right now? 6 and 8. All right. So. so they need to win three of the last four to get me to my tempered mark. And you're already out of the game. Yeah. Remember when they were 5 and 2 and you're like you sure you don't want to change dude? <laughs> yeah, well, not so much. No, well, I 6 or 7 since then. And uh if you followed along yesterday actually on our social media, we got a phone number. Yeah, we did. So for the first I don't know I don't know how how many episodes we started doing voicemails where it seems very easy to me where you record a voice memo and send us an email. Um, I try but, explaining it to your grandparents. No, exactly. You know, my dad actually sent one today, so you know that uh, it <laughs> must have been a lot easier. But not, no offense to my dad, he's pretty tech on the, on the Facebook and all that good stuff. But the um, what? <laughs> he's, he's pretty tech on the Facebook. He loves Facebook. <laughs> my dad loves Facebook. So uh, anyway, the um, the phone number, if you want to write it down now, it's six three one seven six zero seven seven two two. That will be our phone number in the future. Whenever we move out of here, we did get the warehouse, yeah. uh, which will have a studio. We'll actually stay, to start taking some live calls. So that'll be the phone number for for orange and blue things entirety. If but, you call live and you're a jerk about it, I, I, I'll just just gonna beat the snot out of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to find them. I am. But the, I will find you. I will hunt you down. No, the cool thing about this is like we've only had the phone number up for a day and like at least two dozen people uh, have sent voicemails yeah. so far. So we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. But if you are watching because of what we promoted the first pitch this weekend, Saturday, Brooklyn Cyclones, we have 800 fans going out there. Uh, the most insane deal ever. I hope that they have at least like, I don't know, eight 
No, maybe like four or five thousand beers. I don't know. It's it, they better Dude. be ready because Dude. this crew likes to drink, and especially for a game that not saying it doesn't matter, but we're not going to be glued to the game as much as we are as the home game. So it's going to um, be a nice opportunity for us to unwind, and there are fireworks after. Right? Yeah, so. you know, also mingle and maybe talk to some people that we haven't seen in a while. A yeah. lot of fans can't always get to City Field for one reason or the other, but you know Brooklyn's accessible for for people that live in the area. So yep. um, if you do want to take the rally bus, there I think the last I checked, there's like 14 spots left on the bus. Cool. So the way it's going to work is. People were saying, like, oh, you really need a bus from Long Island to Brooklyn? Well, no, not really, but it's an open bar, and I don't feel like driving. Hold on. This is the same people that if you were to, like, Instagram while you were driving or whatever, they'd be like, oh, you know, use your hands free or don't, you know, like, yeah. You I know? saw Cabrera got some shit about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, was yeah. Doing something somebody, driving. somebody tweeted us that we should call really? him out or whatever. Right, yeah, so yeah. We, we just did. So, so we uh, just did. So, you know, put the phone down when the kid's in the car. Well, put the phone down in general. Yeah, in general. But anyway, so why would you want to drive to Brooklyn in sun- Saturday traffic? Uh, at the beach and then pay to park when you could just take a bus with your friends. I, so anyway, if you want to join us... I'll be on it. And you're from Long Island. The uh, first stop's Islandia, which is exit 58 next to that casino, Jake's 58. So if you want to get some gambling on, maybe you want to do that before or after the bus. And then the next stop is the Little Neck Parkway on the corner of Little Neck Park- Parkway and Horace Harding Expressway, which is the Long Island Expressway service road. I think it's 35 bucks. It is 35 bucks. And um, hop on. Yeah, hop on. Um, I saw... I'm seeing some comments. First of all, no, you cannot block out my hat. You're going to have to deal with the fact that I'm a diehard <laughs> For those Islanders listening fan. afterwards, uh, Brian is wearing an Islanders yes. hat. And, and, Unimpartial. And it's a very big weekend for the Islanders because they already made a couple of big trades. And there probably is another one on the horizon without spilling or, or whatever. So it is a very big weekend for the Islanders. They're jumping all in into full-blown Stanley Cup contender mode. So I'm very excited. So no. And Salazar, it, it is Mufasa and Simba. So I know Kate said that she was there when I got it. So, oh, cool. Well, yeah, that's my tattoo for my son. You know, another thing I didn't even tell you about, or the viewers, or anyone on social media, I didn't. I like to honor your loyalty for watching live. So if you're watching live right now, just click the share button at the end of the show. We will select somebody to win a box of free stuff from the Seven Line. Um, I feel like sometimes you write that prior to a show, mm-hmm. and someone might tune in for the first couple seconds. Yeah, share, share it because I got some bail. shit to do, and yeah. then they bail and they might win. So. Um, since we didn't promote it beforehand, if you're watching this now, there's a, I don't know, a few hundred people watching this. Share the show if you want some free stuff. I mean, I can't get easier than that. So okay, who wants free stuff? Huh? Uh, who doesn't like free stuff? Uh, speaking of which, when I pulled into your driveway, uh, Mike and the Mad Dog were uh, reuniting with Imus. They were wait. doing like a little, yeah, Imus was on the fan today. Because today was the 30-year anniversary? Yeah, yeah. So, wait a minute, they were all together at the same table talking? No, they were, Russo and Imus were uh, on the phone. Oh, okay. But it was great. It yeah. was it was fantastic. I heard this morning, I was listening to uh, Boomer and Carton, and they had someone on, an old program director, and I heard someplace that like, when Stern moved to Sirius, Carton was supposed to be in the running to like take his spot. Yeah, I which can see I, that. Which I don't know if that ever came out before, or people just try to compare him to like a shock jock, like a stern type. Yeah. But whatever, that was interesting. Well, Carton got himself in some hot water today. Really? And with the Pope. Really? Yeah. Wait, with which Pope? The sports Pope. The sports Pope. Well, what else is new? It's part of the shtick. I, I, think, know, I know. I think they're both in on it. Well, you know he I mean? took some. He took some big shots at him. Really? He's tarnishing his legacy with these uh, last few years that he's becoming a caricature of himself. He's been a character of himself for a long time. Yeah, but I've grown to like Mike. I love Mike. I hated it for a, for a while. I'm Team Francesa over Carton. Sorry, sorry, Al Dukes, if you're watching, <laughs> but I'm uh, I'm all about the Pope, man. Sorry. Yeah. So anyway, uh, 
Mets are going to be in San Francisco this weekend. Have you ever been out there? I have not. I've never been to the West Coast. Ballpark's beautiful. And it's funny. We went out there, I think it was like June or May. Mm-hmm. And people were like, well, make sure you pack for pack for the yeah, weather. And I'm yeah, like, are yeah. you serious? Like, I thought maybe it was just like some sensitive no, Southerners who it's think it's legit. cold everywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was nighttime. I like that weather, though. Like, I'd, I'd rather wear a hoodie all year round than ever sweat. So. Lauren, Lauren and I have a bucket list trip on it, which is fly into Northern California and do like Napa and then drive down the coast and do. Uh, Ricky Henderson Field at the Coliseum, which is, you know, the A's and AT&T Park, and then hit, like, Disneyland and do um, Dodger Stadium in Anaheim and finish in San Diego and fly home. So that's, that's, cool. that's like I met that's... a couple last week. And, oh, we should say happy first Father's Day belated. Thank you. Thank you very much. Happy Father's Day to you. It's my third. You got a few actually. under your – I was going to say you got a few under the your belt. too, but... but, like, Father's Day was, you know, the month after she was first born. Right. I was in Atlanta on the morning of Father's Day. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, I was our Atlanta outing, and then I flew home and spent the day with them. But, um, yeah, Father's Day outing was sat- was Sunday. I predicted that we'd win, and we, we won. You did. You did. Uh, we saw – it was funny. Our, our Miami outing in 2014 was um, the Grom's first ever victory, first mm-hmm. ever win. We were there for that. And then we were there this past Sunday for his first ever home run, which was cool. Really yeah. cool. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was great to be at. You know, a nice day at the ballpark. Nice tailgate, fun party. It was a little bit different because people were there with their their parents. Yeah. And I guess like some people that like to like wild out a little bit or um, it down. you know turn it up a little bit before yeah. before the games. Not we're not trying to be the Bills Mafia, which that documentary came out this past week. And Did I you watched, watch it? Yet? Yeah. Yeah. Was, I wasn't impressed. No. And it was it was like nine minutes. It wasn't really a documentary, but Uh-oh. I guess it's, it's like it's like a thirty for thirty short kind of. thing. I guess, but I guess they figured whoever was uh, Barstool was producing it. How much drinking and jumping through tables can you put can you put on there? And they don't do much else than that. So it's like right. you, you kind of like lose your interest if you're watching a half hour of beer chugging. You know what I mean? It's also it also starts becoming the shtick. I so. did read the comments yeah. also just because I was curious because we do we have a group they have a group it's different yeah. sports but like I'm curious how other groups run their run their their group their organization mm-hmm. and a lot of fans that may have been more like like you or I or or whoever parents yeah. We're writing, you know, this isn't a good representation of Bill's Mafia. Bill's Mafia isn't just this group that jumps through tables and well, of course. drinks beer out of people's buttholes. You know right. what I mean? It was like, you know, whatever. So I have that problem myself, you know, the stigma of drinking beer out of buttholes. <laughs> it plagues us but, all, doesn't it? But you know what I mean? It's it's the kind of thing where not that the Seven Line Army represents all Mets fans, but some people that don't sit with us can be like, well, I don't like that the Seven Line represents all Mets fans. And we, yeah. don't, we don't. But, like, we're not trying to um, – light ourselves on fire and jump through tables. You know yeah. what I mean? Like some people like to do certain things at tailgates, which is fine. Um, but the the way that that was put together, it was so wild that I'm wondering if these people even watch the games. Uh-uh. You know what I mean? Like if you're getting that crunked up before the game, once the game starts, are you going in there and actually like coherently cheering for your team? I no, doubt it. you can't be. I mean, 17 straight seasons missing the playoffs, I guess they don't care. And the one guy actually said like, the tailgate is our day. You know what I mean? Like there's a, I mean, look at, the sports in general is about community, right? So that makes sense. Well, that's what we promote degree. as well. You know, like we, yeah. like I've said it also recently. Like I've been promoting undefeated at tailgating because yeah. it's true. Like we're 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 not gonna have a bad time at the tailgate. You know, go go out there, meet some new people, hang out, make friends, whatever. Once you get in, if they lose, it's like, well, at least we had fun at the tailgate. I, I say that all. So the time. I guess it's in in some aspects I can understand where they're coming from, but I care about watching the game. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? And that's, I don't know I if they do, but if they do, great. But I don't well, know. I think, I think going to an NFL game is a little bit of a of a tough experience. I've been to a bunch of NFL games. I was more into it a few years ago. Um, 
Unfortunately, <laughs> I got dragged into being a Jets fan. I was going to say, so, so, you know, it's not, not exactly been a lot of good times. Right, lately. but I mean, I, I prefer watching a football game on TV, especially like a place I could watch It's made for TV sport. Yeah, I mean, totally. there it's cool, and it is the tailgating, but once you get in, you know, you kind of can drift away, and then you're thinking about, shit, how long is it going to take me to get out of this freaking parking lot? I, I have an Al Dukes moment every time I'm at a football game. Well, because... Like, how long is it going to take me to get out well, of this how, parking how lot? how can you not? I, there was one time I was at... Especially oh, now I live in Suffolk County. Yeah, well, except, dude, welcome to my plight, my lifelong plight. You know, I was at uh, the 10th anniversary of 9-11. Um, it was the opening Sunday night game against the Cowboys, Jets-Cowboys, where the Jets I was at City that, Field that night. I think it was... They were yes, just, yes. I was at City Field. Yes. I went to extras and they lost. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And um, we were... My buddy and I, my buddy Mark and I were there, and we had a great time, and we looked at each other, like, right in the beginning of the fourth quarter, and we're like... You have school. I have work. Like you know, because he's a teacher. It's like let's get out of here, man. Yeah. And they were down by two scores, and they came back. It was just like <laughs> Revis had a pick. Then they came back, and and we were happily listening to it on our way home. You know, over the GWB. But we got home in like an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So you wouldn't, of, you wouldn't even get out of the parking lot that fast. Speaking of beleaguered franchises, we have to address this because this is like in the in the New York sports zeitgeist, and you're you are a Knicks fan. This is like your second sport. Porzingis, are they really going to trade him tonight? No, you know what it is. I think that it's more more so that the way that the end of the season happened with him missing that missing the meeting and like all the bad blood between him and and Phil. I think that it's more the media blowing it up than it actually going to happen. But. I don't know, man. That's it. and if they end up, I mean, I know the Celtics kind of them and the Celtics line up. If they trade him to the Celtics, what are you doing? <laughs> All right, so this is a baseball show, and there was. I'm some, just saying, you know, we, we well, not even, you know, we talked about this before we went live. Went live. There's not that much good stuff to talk about the Mets right now, right. and it's like we still do want to have this show every week. And we started in the winter when there was yeah. absolutely nothing to talk about. So, so we are going to fill it with some random ass banter and and voicemails. Plus, that have if you were at a, baseball, if, but... if you were to tailgate with us, we'd be talking the same thing. Yeah, exactly. And talking the Islanders got Eberle, the Knicks might trade Porzingis. It's, a, it's, a, it's big stuff. <laughs> So with some very unfortunate news, but I do want to address it because I feel like some viewers that watch this might not know the history behind the man, the myth, the legend, the groundskeeper, the everything. Pete Flynn did unfortunately pass away yesterday morning. So I do want to talk about that just a, just a little bit here because some fans might not know who Pete is and he is was instrumental in so many things with the organization dating back to its inception, 1962. So Pete actually, um, I don't know if you, if you know, I'm sure you probably do, came from Ireland. Yep. But what I didn't know is he first went to Canada. And he tried his hand in, in mining. I think it was uranium mining up in Canada. And his, he had some sisters with him. And they moved down to New York. He followed them to New York. Applied for a job through an agency in Manhattan that just so happened to have something to do with polo grounds. So in the polo grounds, he was hired January 29th, 1962, and he worked for the Mets until 2011. Unbelievable. So just shy of 50 years. Crazy. Um, moved up the ranks from just being the grounds, groundskeeper to the head of groundskeeping from 1974 till 2001. What the, what the, the craziest year out of all those is 1975. I don't know if you know about this, but in 1975, he had no days off for eight months. The Yankees, Yankees the Mets, yep. the Giants, and the Jets all played at Shea Stadium. Yeah, because Yankee Stadium was undergoing its renovation. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he seen it all. He was, he was the man that drove the car for the Beatles in 1965 when yep. they were going out on the crowd. It was, it was the armored vehicle. And then again, when McCartney went back in 2008 for last play at Shea with Billy Joel. So the, the man saw it all. And I never personally met him, but I, rem I remember an interview he had maybe with um, Kevin Burkhart. Maybe towards his retirement, because in 2012, the Mets did give him the uh, Hall of Fame Achievement Award. I don't know if that means he has a plaque in the Hall of Fame there, but he's in the Mets Hall of Fame. And I'm pretty sure the day of that ceremony, 
they had him in a suite with his family, and I'm pretty sure it was either Gelbs or not Gelbs, uh, Burkhardt or someone was sitting there interviewing him just about his journey, and he was there with his family and 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 his kids, and um, I think it would just be wrong of us to not mention, of course, his his story and the legend of Pete Flynn. So yeah. you said you actually called the yeah, my dad and I still call it Pete Flynn's grounds crew because uh, you know as for so many years you got just so used to it and the head groundskeeper is Pete Flynn and, and we Tom Seaver had very nice words to say about him too like yeah and so did Keith Hernandez the way yeah. that he groomed the mound uh Tom Seaver said it's never been better let me let me let me say something to that too as somebody who's worked on baseball fields for all my life and been dragged down to the fields for with by my grandfather to build mounds and there is it's such a labor of love and it is such a thankless job because inevitably you'll get a pitcher that's digging away at a rubber and saying this is you know it's awful i can't believe this and this and that um it is something that it's it's an it's an art form to build a mound you know not comparing the two things because they're clearly not linked but like the you just saw we were beforehand we were digging some BMX jumps. No, you know, it's the even, same thing. That's why my back's killing me now. Yeah. But you know, like the amount of time that it takes to build a BMX jump, and then you actually get to ride it, and you built it with your own hands, and it's dirt, and you scraped it, and packed it, and whatever. Not comparing the two, but uh, somewhat similar. You know, like you enjoy doing it. Like the, there's a photo here on the screen, him with with the shovel, and you know, even just raking the mound or raking whatever, just getting it perfectly flat. You know, it, it's an art form. And also, for those that don't know, I'm going to pull this up on the screen here. Foley's. In Manhattan, which is one of the best bars out there, in my opinion, they also started something called the Irish American Baseball Hall of Fame. And the owner, I think he's one of the owners or the bar manager or whatever, I'm pretty sure he's the owner, Sean Clancy, is from Ireland but is a big, big baseball fan. And the website actually says he is an amateur baseball historian, which I like the way that he put like that. that yeah. But uh, they started the, uh, the Hall of Fame there. Back in the day, which I didn't know this until I looked it up today, 30% of players in Major League Baseball back in the day claimed Irish heritage. So there was a very large contingent of Irish baseball players back in the day, not necessarily born in Ireland, but, you know, Irish heritage. Sure. And um, they decided they wanted to start a Hall of Fame at the bar. So it started in 2008, and Pete Flynn was actually on the, the inaugural group. So what they do is they, they like to highlight executives, umpi umpires, journalists, baseball players, uh, different uh, managers, maybe some um, celebrities that are deeply rooted in baseball and have done something positive for the sport. So the inaugural list was uh, Connie Mack, Kevin Costner, Sean Casey, Mark McGuire, Tug McGraw, Pete Flynn, John Flaherty, Arthur Red Foley, and Jeff Horrigan. It's quite the list. It is quite the list. And, and on their website, I don't know if maybe it wasn't updated or if they haven't done it in a couple of years, but it goes up to 2015. They did something every year. So if you have a chance, check out their website, irishbaseballhall.net. And uh, shout out to Foley's Love Your Bar and uh, RIP to Pete Flynn. But before we move on, move on, for those of you that are out there, I missed it. I don't, I don't know if you – I think we've talked about this before. I didn't get to go to the Billy Joel concerts at Shea. I didn't go either. I was bartending on weekends, and I didn't want to – miss out on yeah. hundreds of dollars and I, yeah, yeah. you know, not bartending and I didn't go. I probably could have found a ticket from some, someone and, and actually went and I didn't go. And I, it's something I'll, I'll always regret, regret not going to, but in the movie, uh, they captured Pete giving Paul McCartney a ride out to the stage. And yeah. I, I got it off of YouTube and, uh, let's just watch that quick. Cool. In music, there's a lot of magic in what we do. There's a lot of mystery. There's stuff you can't just explain. 
I'm on my way to Shea Stadium and I get a phone call on my cell phone. It's Paul McCartney. I was on the plane heading there and I said, I'd love to do this thing, but I can't even get to JFK until 11. It's just logistically impossible for him to get off a plane, go through customs, immigration, get his luggage, drive all the way across the island to get it by the end of the show. I don't think there's any way I can do it. Do you? Well, somebody put in a call who knew some flight controllers. They cleared airspace for his plane to be able to get in earlier. It's about 10.30. Someone comes on the headsets and says the Eagle has landed. Got off the airplane faster than anyone's ever got off a plane before. They just whisked me through. And it's like, uh, don't worry about that. You're coming with me. It's like, oh, I'm with the state. I'm with the thing. You know, it's like customs. Just go through. It's Paul McCartney. Let him in. There was a police escort set up to meet him. He was like, doo -doo, doo -doo. it's like the best ride ever. I said, well, this is. I want to travel like this, all the time. From the minute we left the airport, I think I made it 11 minutes to Shay. Waiting for him behind the makeshift stage, out of the spotlight, was a man whom he had met in this very spot once before. Nice to meet you. Hey, good to I see you. you the, I drove you the first time you were here. I had, was it you? Uh, I, <laughs> I re-met the guy who, who drove us out there on that night. So cool. That's so, great. Man. So it's incredible. It's unreal. Incredible story. Um, you know, and two you know, two legends. Yeah. Sitting there together, you know, that many years later, after everything that Pete went through throughout the years, he was there for the Pope, he was there for the Beatles, he was there for Last Play Che. Um, so rest in peace, Pete. Um, there's not much else to say. There's not much else to say. My wife was there that night. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her, one of her best friends, uh, whose name is Amy, she's a massive Beatles fan. She's just like, they were in the Mez, like the top of the Mez, you know, that's like kind of cut off, the yeah. instructor. And she just went sprinting down when Paul McCartney came out. It's just that, I mean, that's just unbelievable, man. It's yeah. just so crazy how life kind of comes full circle like that. For those of you that haven't seen the, the whole film, it's about an hour. I actually saw it in the movie theater. It was like a one-time showing, one day only at the Fresh Meadows movie theater before they added the, like, the recliners. It's like the best movie theater ever now. But yeah. uh, I saw it when it first came out. That's and it cool. was, I think it was just me and like four other people. Really? Yeah, in the theater. There was no one there. Which was weird. It was like such a such a cool, um, you know, such a cool film about a, a stadium that's five miles away, and there was nobody there. But I have it on DVD now. Pick it up. Go, saw, go on Amazon. It's probably ten bucks. I saw the viewing at they did at City Field in two thousand. Oh really? Oh yeah. Did you go to that? I did. Oh cool. I did. Yeah, yeah. I sat like in the Hyundai Club seats. And found like the best bathroom in City Field, by the way. And, <laughs> and I'm uh, sure you saw it before that, right? But it's it's you, that wasn't your first time seeing it. It was my first really? time seeing it because I had bought the DVD for Lauren, and and I just never had watched that down. Kelly and, and I made it, it a tradition every Christmas Eve we watch it. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. Or New Year's Eve. 
But, uh, or Thanksgiving Eve. One of those Eves we watch. Yeah, one it, but, of the Eves, yeah, yeah. But the, we um, made it such a nice tradition that I don't remember when we do it. I think we've talked about this before where it's – I think that even if you've seen a movie, when you watch a movie in a group, it's always better. Oh, yeah, of or course. Or funnier or whatever. Like even when you, you are like, LOL, you're not really sitting on your couch laughing at something, but like whatever. Um, that was when – like that was like when my grandfather took me to see American Pie. Oh, that's awkward. Dude, it was fa- – I have never seen – I should, by the way, say this really quickly. My grandfather's 80th birthday was on Monday, and that my uh, – Oh, I did. I saw your post also. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you. And um, oh, my gosh. We used to take me to movies all the time. So in the summer, he used to watch me because both my parents worked, and my grandfather was retired, and he used to take me to movies. And, dude, we went to see American Pie, and I have to tell you, like – I mean, I really didn't know what to expect because – you know, it's just like, oh, this is a comedy that's going to be fun. We went the day it opened. I saw that also. I probably saw it also the day it opened. I was in Virginia Beach, though. Go so ahead. we went at like we went at like 1 in the afternoon, and it was still a packed movie theater, like sold completely sold out. When the first scene, when, when that happened, he almost pissed his pants. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. He was crying in the movie theater. It was so funny. So anyway, yeah. That's, oh, it just Jim, for, Jim. <laughs> It just brought back a, a great memory, but it's so true. I know he's watching. So, Pop, that was that was hilarious. And happy birthday! Yes, so and happy birthday. This week, well, actually, this week, yeah, today, this morning, I posted a poll on our uh, Twitter account, which is Orange Blue Thing. Then the question was, well, unfortunately, I, I put this also up first, but it's, yeah. it's the jersey. So, but man, yeah, the All Star Game jersey for this year, I. If you've been watching or listening, I do get the All-Star Game jersey of whatever player does make it in each year. It's been my thing to do for the past few years. I'm not looking forward to this, even though I will get it. I'm not a big fan of the Marlins logos. They're, they're the worst. I'm not just hating we on talked, it because they're a rival. We talked about it. They're the worst in, in Major League Baseball. I'm not into it. It's awful. They yeah. did They did a terrible job. I liked last year's Padres pullover V-neck because it's like it looked throwback. You know, it was cool. What they, they should have done the teal, the teal and the and the black and stuff. But they're trying to sell stuff. And like their but, whole thing is being – well, that's I, I, I think Back. They'd sell more if they went for the throwback look. Yeah, but you know they're they're honoring they're not honoring their past. They're trying to promote the future, and that's what they are now. They're they're the flamboyant, bright colored Miami. I think they should go green and orange. I think they should like too late now. Do that. Well, they can they can do a redesign. I mean, it's they came out with that look in what 2012, 13, 13. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying by next by two weeks from now. I mean these jerseys are oh for well sale. yeah yeah well so no, anyway we're screwed for now but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the question was, someone's got to go because even the Phillies send someone to the All-Star game. Uh, who gets selected from this team for the All-Star game? And there was four options. DeGrom, Bruce, Conforto, and Blevins. And I actually asked Brian for the, for the options this morning. I said, yeah. what should we do? And uh, Conforto won with 37%. Bruce with 29%. DeGrom, third, 25%. Yeah. And Blevins with 9%. So almost 2,000 people voted. Conforto's the runaway. Well, not really runaway, but you know, twelve percent higher than Bruce. I think that's that's the, probably the the correct guess. I actually think people are going to be disappointed. Well, I, I don't know. He's fallen off a little bit. I, was the past say, I think it's going to be Jay Bruce. Well, who knows? But you know what it is? It's going to be weird because if they if it is Jay Bruce and then they get rid of him uh, at the end of next month, it's going to be a little awkward. Well, that that happened to Armando Benitez. So in two thousand three, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Benitez was the Mets' lone All Star representative. And the reason I know it's two thousand three is because that was close. Cliff Lloyd's first year on the team, and he's a Chicago native, and he kind of got snubbed on the All-Star game that year. And Benitez, I, I'm pretty sure before the game, had, they had traded him to the Yankees. So they, he, I think he, I don't know if it was before or after, but I'm, or I'm pretty sure, or shortly thereafter, he went to the Yankees. 
And uh, and the Mets basically had, you know, one representative that everybody kind of hated at that point who ended up being a Yankee, you know, yeah. you know a little while later. So uh, but, yeah, I mean, that, that's what happens in these situations. So but I think it's I think if you ask me right now, I think it's going to be Jay Bruce. I guess time will tell. We have a couple of weeks to go, but the um, you know the, the the runaway last month at least was Conforto. Everyone was super high on him, and he kind of he's I think he's he's a little bit more injured than they're leading yes. to believe with yes. his back. Uh, he did miss I think like three or four straight games. I think it was last weekend or the you know it started last weekend I think against the Nationals uh, with a stiff back. So who knows what's up with him? But hopefully he gets back on track soon because Lord knows we need all the help we can get. Yeah, Anthony Cass, no, that wasn't the justice trade. The uh, Robin Ventura for David Justice was uh, the trade in the 2000 off season, or no, 2001 off season, and they traded Ventura to the Yankees for David Justice, and then they shipped Justice to Oakland, if I'm not mistaken. That's pretty much. I think that's the chain for David Justice on the Mets. All right, so we are going to get to some voicemails, which I was saying before. We do have do have a phone number now. So I'll read it again here in case you want to uh, write it down. 631-760-7722 for those of you listening afterwards and you want to press that little back button for a couple seconds. 631-760-7722. And I was actually looking at the dial to see if that could spell anything, and it doesn't really spell anything. So that's unfortunate. It, not, it doesn't spell anything like dirty, right? No, nah, I was hoping oh. it did. That would have been great. <laughs> 631 631- you. <laughs> All right. So uh, what do you feel like getting to first? Because we have a bunch. Dude, I'm I'm feeling great. So you do whatever you got to do. We got like. I'm here. All right. So no, no, no offense, but we got like eight. <laughs> About Terry Collins being fired, so we're not going to play all of them, and they're not going to fire him. They're I don't not, think. but you I know, we'll, just... just just to uh, just to start it off, it is Terry Collins related. Hey, Darren and Brian, it's Bauer here from Holtzville. So the question is this: Everyone's blaming PC for all the Mets problems. I'm not. Who do you think we should get rid of first, Terry or Sandy? Thanks a lot. Well, I don't think they're going to get rid of either. Is the is the answer correct? Um, so who's going to get rid of first? I have no idea. But well, it's going to be Terry because Terry's contract's up after this year. Yeah, and and I don't really. I got to be honest with you. I don't see how Sandy Alderson's at fault for this either. I, I just honestly think this is a string of one could say that he wasn't prepared for. Look, they should for this. You know what I mean? But who who's gonna who's gonna um, predict this amount of injuries in this short amount of time? You know, you lose your best starter, you lose the, your your closer. Cespedes was on the shelf for weeks. You know, uh, Conforto is hurt. A lot of guys are hurt. David Wright's, you know, was never supposed to be completely healthy for the whole season. What happened over there? I don't really know. <laughs> Going limp over here. So I don't think either of them are really <laughs> severely at fault. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> as I try to deal with my microphone issue. <laughs> um, yeah, basically what it boils down to is he probably could have beefed up the bullpen a little bit more. But, um, look... <sighs> They were pot committed to this this roster. I mean, if you didn't give Neil Walker the qualifying offer, who are you going to put at second base? Um, you could argue that maybe the one thing they could have done was go with Flores at second full time, and then upgrade the bullpen with that seventeen million dollars that they could have saved on Walker. But at the time, it looked like, hey, for a big market team, why not keep Neil Walker when all he's going to cost is money? So. I don't know, man. Like, I think Sandy's going to be here. Um, I think he's done a good job. And, uh, you know, Terry, most likely this is going to be his last year. 
Whatever, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. And did you see how it transcribed the the way that yeah, our system great. works now? It transcribes each uh, voicemail into you know text. And I think it said he said I'm Bauer from Holtzville, Holtzville. And I think it said like Valerie from. I'll tell you right now because I still have it in my <laughs> I still have it in my text. It said message. something that's not Bauer from Holtzville. It said He's... something from wholesale or something. Valerie from wholesale or something like that. It was hilarious. I gotta find it. So you, we're gonna move along to. So you uh, keep doing what you do. Another question that's player and injury related. Hey, it's Charity from Cincinnati, and I was kind of curious. We all know the injury bug has been something that's really bitten the team this year. What injury do you think is the worst and will make the biggest difference if it never happened? Personally, I think Cindergard, but that's just me. Anyways, have a great night, guys. Bye. I think there's no way to argue with Charity on this one. I think that Cindergard has to be the clear-cut answer, right? Yeah, of course. There's, there's no way that anyone else can compare to that injury. No. You know, your horse, your ace, your star, your starter goes down this early in the season. Um, you know, the rest of the chips kind of fell along, along with it. So. It's threefold, right? I mean, there are three players this team could not afford to lose for any stretch of an extended stretch of time. Jury's Familia, Noah Syndergaard, Yoannis Cespedes. They lost all three for an extended stretch of time. And even though Cespedes is back, he's not going to be 100 percent. And he's not playing the rest of the season. You know, you know. I think he's going to always, throughout his career, he's going to have these spurts where he's down for a week or two. Well, he's got to find he's got to find a solution because it's it's not bench press, whatever they call it, leg leg press press, a truck uh, all off season. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got to find a a way to be more flexible. We didn't speak about this in the beginning last night. Did you see the replay of Puig and and Cespedes and Flores and Ray? Give me a break. I mean, you know what? what? Well, how do you feel about it? I feel like he could do whatever he wants. And in week, yeah, interesting. And okay. a, guy, a guy like Cespedes and Reyes, right, going out to him afterwards. Two of like the flashiest guys on right. the team. What do they have to say to him? Okay. All right. What about during last year, two years ago in in the playoffs? And and uh, you just said it. Okay. You just said it. The Cespedes playoffs is, in the playoffs. I get it. You know. You, you know. Insult to injury when you're when you're already down that much, and and the Mets are are playing yeah. like poo poo, and yeah. we got to walk around the bases. And yeah. what did what did what really? St- I was asleep, but Flores said something to him, and then and then Flores said, "Run the bases." Right. And, and then, then Puig, Puig said, "Fuck you." you. <laughs> Sorry. What? Which is which? I think is fine. You know what I mean? Like. Oh look. Here's I the like thing. Sho- I okay. like showboating, but like you can't be that sensitive. All right. Here, it's here's, not Puig's fault that the Mets are playing like shit. Well, here's my take, okay? All right? So I agree that I love showboating. I think I that it's great. It's, I think game. it's great for the game. I love the World Baseball Classic this year where everybody was fired up, okay? But as someone who has screamed at a baseball player, a baseball player run meat when he pimped a home run off of literally my least favorite teammate I've ever played with in my life, the the thing is is that when you're out there and you're with your guys, it's like don't disrespect my guys. And I, I get that I get it. I get it. I know that sounds stupid and it's unwritten rules and all this Neanderthal garbage, but here here's what it boils down to. If it is a walk off home run or it's a big home run to put you up in the eighth inning or whatever, then pimp it. You know what I mean? But have some context, which is You've just throttled this team two games in a row. They're having a nightmare season. They don't they don't want it rubbed in their faces, and it's a home run to put you up like five one in the third inning. Maybe I get it. Yeah, it's a regular season game. You know, whatever in in June, but still, Puig is know, also an easy target because people hate him. 
He's so yeah, polarized. Yeah, I mean, he did something a couple of days ago also in uh, Oakland, right? He gave the middle finger to some fans. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. He was the bases. yeah. So I'm not saying he's a model citizen, but I just thought it was comical that after the fact, two guys who are very, very flashy, or, you know, Ray has toned it back, but, you know, how he used to be with all of his handshakes and all that shit. Two of those guys and Cespedes who would bat flip to the stands if he wanted to yeah. uh, are the ones that pull him aside like, hey, can you chill out? You know what I mean? Like, can I we'll just... see what happens tonight. I doubt Matt's is going to do anything. Paul Duca, Paul Duca last night said this: if if the Mets don't go after or someone on the Dodgers, then um, whatever they're soft or they're something. Soft. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here, okay. Let me just say this: I, I feel this about every debate in our country. Our right buddy now. Lewis says um, Puig needs a fastball between the numbers. Period. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, here's here's what I'll say. I think every debate in our country is too black and white. Everybody retreats to their far corners, and nobody sees kind of both sides. Here's what I'll say about this. Um, I'm a big fan of like of sites like Deadspin and, and all this stuff that are very pro labor, pro player, pro at all this stuff and fun and exciting. Yes, that's true. At the same time, guys take a lot of pride. Imagine the like sociopathic tendencies it takes to succeed at the major league level. You know what I mean? These guys have a lot of pride. They're they're big personalities. They don't like to be shown up. All I'll say is, all I'll say is, I think a fine opinion to have is bat flips are fun. But maybe don't be a jerk about it when I you're. I get it, but we also said this about on. Harper. I said I hate Harper, but if he was a man, I'd like it. So it's a double-edged yeah. sword. Yeah. If Puig was on our team, we would like it. And if, yeah. if Cespedes is doing that stuff or Ray's is doing that stuff, we like it. So anyway, I think it's, I think it's all about context. That's, I guess. that's my point. All right, uh, lighten it up a little bit here. Soft. Hey guys, it's Alex Monroe from New Hyde Park. I just wanted to know which one of you, with your wives, would win the chicken fight and why. Let's go, Mets. I assume in the pool. I, I don't have a pool. Do you well, have a pool? I think we can go a theoretical pool. Yeah, I guess. Uh, we, we talked about this one prior because I actually just said to Kelly before we came upstairs, hey, how tall are you again? She's like, why do you want to know? I was like, well, you'll see in a second. So, All right, so um, this is the tale of the tape. Alex wants to know yeah. who's going to win. If you, if you couldn't hear that, we've, this is our first time using this system. So if you couldn't hear what he said, he was a little mumble in there. Uh, Alex wants to know who is going to win in a chicken fight, Brian's wife or my wife. You said she's kind of short, 5'2"? Yeah, my wife is short. Yeah, but you got the shoulders. You go to the gym a lot. Yeah, but you got the height. Both our wives are very active, which yeah. is good. You know, I feel like I feel like I would describe both as scrappy. Yeah, like I feel Kelly like does could, yoga. Yeah. She taught dance. She's yeah, athletic. Yeah. You know, your wife did the swimming and all that. Yeah. So I think it would be a pretty good fight. I think I think I think <laughs> it would it would come down to us. Like who could stay up longer? I, I think you're gonna have that to... that sounded terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who could who could stay? Whatever you get, what I mean. Yeah, I think you might win. You go to the gym. I don't know about that though, man. You we'll got see. you got the the height on me, so you got you coming from the high ground like <laughs> Obi Wan. So we do like questions like this because it lightens it up a little bit. It doesn't have to be just Mets, but uh, so if you're listening and you want to send us some weird questions for next week, we'll definitely answer them. Yeah, send us weird questions. I'm cool with that. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got one here from Lou. Hey guys, Lou from Jersey. With the Mets looking like they're going to be out of it. And I'm all for uh, selling off as many free agents as he can. Would you be upset if Duda wound up with the Yankees? I personally don't care as long as it makes the Mets better and possibly package him with a uh, Reed. Let me know. You kind of just threw Reed under the bus there at the end. Yeah, well, I guess the... it depends on what we're getting back. But I don't really care. I, 
the whole Mets Yankees rivalry is fun during the Subway Series, and it's fun on social media or with your friends to just talk shit. I mean, I do it all the time. Right. I like to ruffle feathers. I, I don't really care what the Yankees are doing, and you know, I can appreciate and respect guys like Judge who are killing it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's baseball. Like I, sure. I, you know, I wish no no bad bad luck on those guys. Whatever. Um, where our guys end up does bother me sometimes when they do they they succeed to new heights once they like leave us. Murphy. Yeah, like Murphy or whatever or like um you know not that uh, Gooden was such a great Yankee, but he threw his no-hitter there. You know, uh, Strawberry won World Series there. So it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't like to see... David Cohn was mm-hmm. was a good Yankee. So it's like, sure. to see guys leave the Mets, go across town, and then succeed bothers me. If dude is just going to be the player he is now, but wearing pinstripes, I won't be as upset about it. Um, I think it'd be a great acquisition for the Yankees. I mean, first base, obviously, Chris Carter is but. Like, you know, I knew that, you know, everybody was, oh, that's a steal. It's not. Chris Carter's not that good. Um, And, uh, you know, uh, in that stadium, Duda would be great. Uh, Duda's so underappreciated for his on-base talent and and all that stuff. Um, That being said, I think there are other suitors for him. The Mets and Yankees, they're not going to make a big big trade of consequence. I mean, you'd want a prospect, right? You'd want somebody. Can we have forgot Beltron on that one? Too. Good. Yeah. But... Yeah. Beltron. Yeah. When Beltron was succeeding with the Yankees, that was kind of hard. It was like, oh, Carlos Beltron. I love that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it... he, he gets shit on too much too. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. One of the best Mets ever. I, I think you could arguably say that he's the best position player the franchise ever had. And he still gets All shit around. on because of one one ball. Well, I mean, one, listen, look, I mean, I think that might be over with now. We talked about it, not, maybe not on this show, but maybe we spoke about it. I think privately I, after we, the Mets got back to the playoffs and the World Series in 2015, I feel like he's forgiven now. Somewhat, yeah. I think that some people still hold it against him. I think some people still hold it against him until they win another World Series. But yeah, I mean, I think I think there are other landing spots out there. Chris Davis is banged up for the Orioles. Uh, I think Lucas would do great in Baltimore. Uh, definitely an American League team where you can DH sometimes, too, because as we've seen, the glove is suspect. Hey, Brian. Hey, Darren. This is AG here in Texas. First off, I didn't think it would get any worse, but then we went to L.A. Has this team hit rock bottom yet, and are we going to be sellers at the deadline now? Uh, thanks for everything you guys do. Keep it up. and can't wait to see you all deep in the heart of Texas here in September. The stars are bright. <sighs> yeah. Stars at night are big and bright, I should say. I always think of Pee Wee... Uh... What was it uh, Big Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Sure. Never saw it? Not a big Pee Wee Herman guy. Well, not after the fact. After well, got even, even, even still, it wasn't my brand of humor as All a right. child. Anyway, so uh, I'm not, I'm, is this rock bottom? I have no idea. But if it gets much worse than, than, than it is right now. I, don't, I, I didn't hurt your feelings about Pee Wee Herman, did I? No, it's fine. You, it's, <laughs> I've, I've seen the movie a million times. It's like a, did you? Yeah. It's okay. You know, I kind of felt bad for him. He lost his bike. He had yeah. to go down to the Alamo. Okay. <laughs> Large Marge. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know. Is this rock bottom? I have no idea. I guess we'll see you tonight. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, if it's uh, if it's not rock bottom, it's sure not a long fall from here. Um, it, look, it's and, of co- and, of, and his answer was, are they going to be sellers? I think if it gets any worse than it is now, they're going to be sellers. Uh, yeah. So it's, it makes no sense not to be. Colorado's too. These good. guys are a lot of these guys are gone after this year, no matter what. So if this was going to be a make or break, we're going for the World Series again, and they're not. With- think about it this way. The Cubs wouldn't make the playoffs right now. So if you, did be- you see they sent down Schwarber? Yeah, they did send down Schwarber. And good wow. for them. They should. They should have. But but think about it this way. If you really don't believe in one of the teams in a playoff spot right now, which is Milwaukee, uh, Arizona, and Colorado, right? Those three surprise teams. If you don't believe in one of them and you believe in the Cubs, well, then you got to think the Mets are going to finish ahead of the Cubs. That's not going to happen. 
It's not it, like look. I love the Mets. Uh, obviously, I, I freaking love the Mets. Right? <laughs> They're not going to the playoffs this year. So do what the Yankees did I last hope that, year. That's a sound clip that we can play in September. But uh, yeah, you're right. Oh I mean, yeah. Oh, oh, call me out if they go to the playoffs. I don't care. But I'll gladly be wrong. But they're not. So in that case. Get whatever you can for every spare part, and you know, and and, and you're. Let's say you're being realistic right now, and you know, I'm not saying I agree with you or don't agree with you. Like I, I'm, I'm a fan of the sport, and I love being at the ballpark. Number one, to to see them watch baseball. I love baseball, but to hang out with my friends. So it's the kind of thing where it's people say, well, why would you go to the game? The Mets are playing like shit, and they're out of it. Blah blah blah. And it's and it is because of that. Like I enjoy being around my friends and watching the t- the sport and team I love. So it's like. So, I don't know. So I gotta, it's, it's a double-edged sword because it's like you want them to win, obviously. That's number one. It's so much more fun when they're winning than when they're losing. But as far as going to the games are concerned, like we talked about earlier, the amount of time that we're together and hanging out and being in the ballpark and being in the tailgate party and, and all that adds to the day. And then the wins and losses add to it as well. So it's just like plus baseball is just awesome. And it is better than any sport, and the, I I'd rather watch crummy baseball than no, no baseball. baseball. Yeah, that's true. Hey guys, just a quick rally question: uh, beer, tap, bottle, or can? What's your preference? And as always, this is your rally man from five one five in the Big Apple. I like that he calls his own questions rally questions. <laughs> Another rally question. <laughs> it's not question. just the questions. He's great question. at hashtag branding. Yeah. Um, at a bar, I'd probably prefer a bottle. because uh, At a bar over tap? Yeah. Taps aren't always cleaned very well, regularly. That's true, yeah. And it, you know, it depends on what you're drinking. If you're drinking shit, then you don't really care. But like, I'm I, make it, those, I make it a rule not, not to stick, drink. I'm not sticking my Easy. nose in the air and saying that I'm a, a beer snob. But if I'm going to drink a nicer beer, I want to make sure it's it's... All beer, not like the crap that's in the lines. <laughs> well, now I changed my answer. Yeah, but uh, you know, if you're at a place like the Bordy Barn, it's uh, tap beer. Let's say let's, in cups, but I, I, I splurge the extra dollar and I get the cans instead. Let's leave the moldy tap line out of the equation. If you're just coming home at home, I have taps upstairs. I'd rather drink tap beer at okay. home. All right, but let's let's leave the taps out. Of you. Not all of us have taps in our house, okay? <laughs> so, let's just assume you're driving to 7-Eleven, you just or the beer distributor, you're just going to grab a six-pack of blah. Like, what are you getting? Bottles distributor, or cans? I get growlers cuz they have taps there. <laughs> <laughs> this bougie mother. <laughs> if, if, let's let's say the growlers aren't an option. Then I'd get a bottle. You get a bottle. Yeah. So cans are at the bottom of the list. Yeah, bo- yeah, cans, bottle, the cans, draft, tap. Uh, cans, draft, bottles. Bottles. That's for me. And growlers fall somewhere in the X Well, if they have range. growlers, then, you know, at a beer distributor, they go through them pretty quickly. You should probably get the growler. Plus, it's a good way to test out a beer that you might like and then maybe go visit that brewery. All right. You know, it's, it's, it's cool. All right. That's fair. All right. This is a funny one, I guess. We'll see. If you think it's funny. Okay. What's up, fellas? This is Brew. Uh, so since Seven Line Bates MTU Park this Saturday, my question for you guys, considering The Warriors is one of my favorite Coney Island-style movies, pick your top five players in the Mets to form your own Warriors-type gang. Thanks a lot, fellas. Let's go Mets. And I feel like a guy who's pretty tech, like he works at the Apple Store. He'd he'd have a better like m- better quality question. But than that. is that brew from Florida? Or is that, that is that is New York brew, not Florida brew. Is it? Yeah, Florida okay. brew sent a question when he was drunk. 
Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. He, he tweeted that. <laughs> is that up? Is that on the board? Which is great. Uh, yeah, it's up there. Uh, we'll see if we can get to it. But the, the phone number, by the way, is never off. It goes right to voicemail. So it's not like you're going to be waking us up in the middle of the night. So save the number and call us drunk in the middle of the night. All the bar. time. It's, it'll be great. You can call me personally drunk all the time. I mean, my phone's on do not disturb. So have, for, those, at it. for those that couldn't hear it, his question was, since we're going this weekend to Coney Island, if we could pick five players on the Mets to be in our gang of warriors, who would they be? And these were his five. So on the left here, Cespedes, Syndergaard, Familia, Reyes, and Duda. And I actually texted him right away, and I was like, how could you leave Reed off of this? Reed right. looks like a maniac. Yeah. So he's like, all right, I changed my answer. I was like, you can't change your no. answer. So um, I guess if there's a gang and you want, you want to have like a well-rounded gang, I think this is a pretty good gang. I like it. Yeah, I so, think uh, you said I think Reed has to be on there. Well, Reed's on there, yeah. He's, so, the, he's, the the gun, he's, he's nice. nuts. He's a gunslinger. Like when they show him yeah, with the cap and the yeah, yeah. When they but when they show him like in the in the bullpen, just like staring like into space, looks like a freaking serial killer. I like him. <laughs> Tezza thinks I look like Addison Reed. Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. No, you get David Wright more than than anyone. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to complain about that, but I so mean, so would you agree with these five? Sure, why not? All right. I, I mean, I actually hold on. I feel like you need to throw somebody in there that can get has some reach. Like I might put Blevins in there for his long reach. But also, you, there's always someone like a quiet guy that I think you should pick for for something like this. Like when we had the Royal Rumble question, yeah, I said Ty Kelly was going to win the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So always like the small quiet guys. I don't know who like the who, is there a small quiet guy on the team? I don't. I don't know if Nimmo. Or is that E two Gotti? I don't know. There'd always be like some some some. You always got to watch out for the quiet guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe we, Bruce? Bruce? We did get a question asking if, if we've ever been in fist fights before, but we, I didn't save that one. Uh, did, have you? Short ones. They didn't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> what a baller answer. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Another one. And it's kind of a Debbie, Debbie Downer on this one, but I, my dad sent one. I got to play it. Hey, guys. It's Seven Lie Dad. I think you know where I'm from. A <laughs> uh, question for you. On the current active, keyword being active, roster of the Mets, which player has the longest tenure? The answer is kind of sobering, but uh, talk about a lack of longevity. Which player has the longest tenure of the current active roster? My dad's such a salesman. I just say it twice. Yeah. But um, well, you asked me we this. talked about it. What's well, yeah. David Wright? Well, right, but but we well if technically it would be Bonilla, but <laughs> Please, don't start with that. Long, but unfortunately, I think what he's getting at is you know the, a lot of our players get hurt, and if you, it all boils down, I think to training. Guys used to throw like how many innings back in the day? How many complete games were, were happening back in the day? And yeah. the way that it's happening, the way the guys are brought up to throw the way they throw at such an early age has to be putting you know some stress and taxing. So who on would the it arm. be? Would it would it be Duda? I think it's got to be Duda. Yeah. So way to be bring us bring our mood down, Dad. Yeah, it's kind of bummer. Yeah. And at once Duda leaves, who is it? Because Duda's this is last year as a man. I have no idea. And who knows if we're ever going to see David Wright play again? So yeah. this might be the end of the line for much longevity well, at all. Oh, way who... to bum us out. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Dad. Thanks, Mister Man. <laughs> um. Hold on. There we go. We already did that one. Oh, boy. All right. Another TC one. Yeah, the TC questions are whatever, man. Yeah, I mean, I, you can stop sending those. 
Yeah. Thanks for trying to... He's uh, probably not going to get fired. And if he does get fired, whatever, man. I don't know. I know everybody's all hot to trot on Alex Cora, but whatever. I, I, it's not going to happen mid-season. So. I didn't play this one for you. I think that the guy Chris was a little confused. But um, I want to see if... You, you're you pretty quick with nickname stuff. So I want to see if you can come up with one for him. Okay. Hey, Darren. Uh, Brian, this is Chris from Valley Stream. Uh, question about some possible jerseys for next year. I know we already have Keith's. Uh, 17 ribeye steak and fundies, maybe some high cheddar or stratomatic. And finally, would it be appropriate to get tits lit? Thanks, guys. <laughs> That's great. That's great. See, well, I, why were you saying he's confused because of the 17? 17, we, I, I don't Cause... think you realize that a lot of people got references to Keith because 17 is the year, and a lot right. of us get our year on our jersey. So 18 would be a lot of strawberry. Strawberry, but, I mean, there's not that many. It would be like straw man. Like, I don't yeah. know. And don't get something about cocaine. Like that's Yeah, lame. let it die. So let it let it go. Um, Especially since he seems to turn his life around. Oh, he definitely you know I mean? has, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, tits lit for those that dude. It's weren't some, paying attention. Please, somebody get tits lit. Please. <laughs> by the way, did you think that was ridiculous that people were, like, offended yeah, by well, that? People are offended by anything. You okay, the sky that's, is blue and they're going to be offended. You're right about that. But as a, as a former ball player, that's so... They don't get it. Yeah, they don't get it. That's so in the vernacular. Like, I, I like say... Gary was like, yes, he did get his tits. Like, that's the best part. He really, <laughs> Gary's like, he's like, wow, Tanner Rourke. He really got his... He's getting his tits lit. He, yeah, Gary's he like, did. Yeah, he really has. No, so for those really that don't has. know what the hell we're talking about, in between innings, if you watch, I guess, if you stream it and it's not on... If you're not, not watching TV, when they yeah. go to commercial break, you could sometimes hear yeah. them talking in the booth during the commercials, even though you're really not supposed to. Like, maybe there's like a 10 second delay or whatever yeah. so they were talking about tanner getting his tits lit and um it made it onto to the stream someone recorded it posted it on deadspin or whatever i think it became hilarious. news but who cares it is hilarious it's not i really so- hope that SMI didn't actually have to pull him aside so oh, i i I'm, doubt it i'm sure they did he but said like, much worse whatever like honestly that's not misogynistic that's just how ball players talk and it's not locker room talk you know let's not even go there it's not it's just it's not about women at all it's just Something stupid that we say, like no, we, I have tits, dude. When you when you throw <laughs> when you throw a pitch down the middle, it's 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 down the dick. Like you threw you, threw, you left that one right down the dick, and like I, that's not even. It wouldn't even occur to me to edit that out of my head because I've said it for twenty five years. So uh, whatever, it, get tits lit. Seriously, I want I want to get he hate me next year. So you should. Right, we are going to get to uh, to the lottery thing in a second. I got another one here that I want to play because yeah. it actually brings us into our clip of the week. Yo, what's up, guys? This is Sean from Charleston, South Carolina. I want to know what you guys think are your favorite stadium giveaways throughout the years. Thanks. I know my answer. You well, can go first. I know your answer, Shill. <laughs> <laughs> this came in today, and I was like, wow, what a great opportunity. Oh, what a good segue to my next product <laughs> dropping in July. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, there's got to be something. I like the bucket out last year. This this one I don't yeah. like as much that just came out. It was like the tan one last year or two years ago. There was yeah. a cool bucket out. I don't know. Um, uh, I, I honestly don't. I guess. Oh, they had a cool bobblehead in like 2003, I think, that was Ralph Kiner and Bob Murphy on the same bobblehead. That's sweet. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, we have a lot of knickknacks here on the table, but I don't, I'm not big of a collector on that stuff. But I think that the best giveaway in the history of giveaways is July 26th, 1987. Well, what would that be, Darren? 30 years ago, mm-hmm. for one day only, 
The Mets gave out a hat called the Rally Cap. Ah. So we're bringing it back, which I actually saw a photo of the New Era uh, offices up in Buffalo. Buffalo, yeah. Somebody went there recently, and they have it on display. Oh, do they? Yeah, which is really cool. That's cool. cool. So they must be happy about it, too. So that is very um, cool. what we're doing is, if you don't know what the Rally Cap is, it is a cap that ha- <coughs> that has fabric that's um, pliable. Is that the right word? No. Well, Fabric that will stick to Velcro. Yeah, I was going to say that's Velcro. Can add, a pliable that pliable can, means flexible. Okay, so yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's fabric that can adhere to Velcro. Does that make sense? So the ball has Velcro on it. You can put it anywhere on the cap, and I made a little video about it to help promote it. I think I've already showed it on this show, but this is, without a doubt, the best giveaway in the history of sports. We're bringing it back, the 30-year anniversary. I didn't tell you about this yet, or anyone. Lizzie and I spoke about it, because we're going to uh, Seattle a couple days later. So on midnight... You've never done a product product shop at midnight. So if you really want it, you're going to have to wake up in the middle of the night. On midnight, July 26th is exactly the 30-year anniversary of this product. We have 1,500 of the hats available. We will not be making more until at least next year. So if they sell out, they sell out. If you want one, let me know now, and I'll, I'll reserve one for you. Cool. All right, so we have 1,499 yes, left. Yes, please. So July 26th at midnight, set an alarm right now. Right now. I'm not exactly sure how fast they're going to go, but the cap is awesome. And uh, I'm really happy that the not only like the league said okay, the Mets said okay, New Era said okay. Like You can't just make whatever you want. So I was actually surprised when I first submit the idea and said that this is what I want to make, that they were okay with bringing something back that hasn't been made in 30 years. I think it's very cool. Because the first time, you know, giveaways at the stadiums, since they're not – technically sold mm-hmm. the rules are kind of gray on what they can make right you know you've seen some stuff that have been giveaways that you'd be like wow I don't think that they could sell that but um, I wasn't sure of the rules we submitted they said yes and I'm shocked that no other licensee since 87 to now decided to bring that back so see that's why you have to be a Mets fan on the cutting edge that's <laughs> it that's all there is to it alright so we are going to get to our lottery now I don't know if you guys are watching because of this but if you're coming to the game with us this weekend one of you maniacs are going to throw out the first pitch. Oh, boy. I'm not on the list. Neither is Lizzie or anyone else. We, we do or buy. Me. Yeah, Brian's not on the list. I do buy extra tickets for, per game. Um, you know, myself, Drea, my parents, whoever, Lizzie. Uh, we're not on the list. So out of the transactions, they are. How many are is there? 252. Um, okay. 252. Look at this guy. Two hundred and fifty two names on transactions bought the eight hundred tickets. So what I'm gonna do here now, so you guys know this isn't a video at played plugged in afterwards. Yeah, well, let me change not. this background here. <laughs> That's way too conspiracy theory. We're not that <laughs> You know what it is? Everyone always thinks that something's up. Like if 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 you know, I'm probably gonna jinx them now. If um who do I know Tessa. on this list? I don't know, think Tessa. if David Wait, Can- hold on, he's not coming? I don't know. You're a who knows? Tessa. If David Cancel wins, they'd be like, Oh, you, you picked him out of the hats. But we're going to do it fairly. We'll do it fair. So let me type this in. We'll do it fair. One, two, what'd you say? 252. 252. And just double check. Why am I long long guiling it? So one to 252. All right. So right now, guys, if you could see that on the screen, I'm going to hit this button generate. 205. Lucky 205. 205. Let's see if we know them. 205. Oh, I do know him. Who? 
Andrew Siegel. See, there you go. Andy Siegel. So, Andy, we're gonna. If you're not watching this, I will email you and uh, tell you all the details about what you got to do on Saturday. Make us proud. We'll be out there cheering you on. And guys, and if you bounce it, I'm gonna boo you. <laughs> yeah, that's just the bottom line. So, guys, uh, make sure you pay attention. Let's make some noise for Andy. So, all right, we're gonna move right along. Right here. now. Well, yeah, cheer for Andy right now. Congratulations, Andy. All right, Andy. <laughs> Wait, Woo! Don't Wait. blow it. Yeah, don't pull a 50 cent. All right, and uh, tomorrow morning, Lizzie was working on it today. I, I, I don't know if you guys know how much it takes to build this show. Um, I do it basically all day on Thursdays. I take the whole day off, and I, and I build the show, put on all this crap that you see behind you here. Uh, so Lizzie and... Um, I do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie and Adam were at work today preparing for tomorrow. The shirts are done. The tickets are ready to go. Lizzie did the seating chart. We have 1,000 tickets to the game on the 8th of July in St. Louis. I didn't talk about this yet on the show. Uh, well, we did, but we didn't pick a time. I did call up the Helium Comedy Club. So the night before, July 7th, which is the Friday night before the outing in St. Louis, the Helium Com Comedy Club is where Jim Brewer is going to be performing. We're, we are going to go to the 10 o'clock showing. There's a 7 and a 10. There were more tickets available to the 10. So maybe you could try to squeeze in. If you, if you don't mind leaving early, maybe go to the 7 o'clock game and then maybe leave in the 6th, 7th inning, depending on how long it's going, and meet us over there at Helium. I think the tickets are in the $30 range, very affordable. There's a bar there, obviously, so we're going to be hanging out beforehand. And Jim's a part of, part of the crew, and uh, it's always nice to show him love. He shows love back to us plenty of times, tenfold. So um, it, it'll be a fun time. So join us the night before. Go to Helium Comedy Club's website. I'm, I, it probably is heliumcomedyclub.com or something along those lines. Just Google it. Pick up tickets now before they sell out. Meet us out there in St. Louis. Google Watch it. Jim Brewer. And then the next morning, we're going to be at Patio's pregaming before we go into the game. And in this, there is 401 transactions that bought the 1,000 tickets. Update this for actually, you know what? Just to make it right, I'm going to refresh the page. Make it right. Make it right. All right. So what did I say? For I wasn't listening. I'm not going to lie to you. All right. Well, you're not going, so you don't care. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> so there's 401 transactions on this list. Going to press generate right now. Number 68. 60. Oh, almost so nice. 60. So close. I don't know him, I don't think. Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. So Ben Shapiro, if you're watching this, or if any of your friends are watching this, congratulations to Ben. What Ben gets to do is go on the field for batting practice wow. with him and three friends, I think three or four friends, and then throw out an honorary first pitch, which is insane that they're allowing a Mets fan to, to take part in this ceremony on the field in St. Louis. So um, like I was saying, there's going to be tomorrow's package that goes out. There's a list. Uh, not a list, a, a paper that goes in with the package that gives you a breakdown of the itinerary. We should definitely be in our seats for this. Uh, the game's at 310. I'm, I assume the, the pitch will be around 230-ish. So let's try to wrap it up kind of early at patios, head in there, and cheer on Ben. And uh, that's awesome. Good for the Cardinals, man. Oh, so that's, cool. Uh, that's very cool of them to do. Very, very, very cool. So We should say uh, share the show yes. because you can win some free stuff. And also, if you have Facebook questions... Send them because I'm going to start writing them down and then we can answer them, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, yeah, share the show right now. We're going to pick someone's name at the end and I'll send you a bunch of free stuff from the Seven Lines website. You just tell us your address, where you're from, what your size is, and I'll, and I'll throw some stuff in a box for you tomorrow. 
just as a thank you, as a thank you for watching the live show. So if you listen afterwards on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes, it uh, helps the show a lot if you subscribe and leave us a rating. We're moving up the charts. We're always up there within the top five episodes per week when you type in the word Mets, which is cool. So if you have questions that we didn't cover so far in the show or get to in the voicemails, write them now in the comments area. Brian will, will jot them down, and we'll, we'll chit-chat with you for a little bit before we turn this thing off. I know that uh, we've been talking about St. Louis, but Dominic uh, Zanquis wants to know, um, Seattle, are any, any plans yet? Not yet. I know Jim's going to be there as well. Um, I don't know how many fans are going to both St. Louis and Seattle, so I don't know if they're going to want to see the show twice within two weeks. But we'll, we'll, we'll read the room and, and see what people say. Don't have any plans yet. My cousin lives in Seattle, and I know he's been working on a couple things. So uh, don't worry. There'll definitely be something going on at least for, before the game. Okay. On the day of the game. Ryan Clancy, what up, Ireland? Um, Vogel wants to know how I feel about Money in the Bank. Uh, it was not What's that? great. It was a paper you won last Sunday. Uh, the women's match was a big controversy. Oh, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, whatever. It got Carmella heel heat. So, But I don't think they know what the heck they're doing because then they retroed the whole thing and said they're going to do it again on SmackDown. So uh, it's it's just very strange. I was talking with Kelly about the mayweather um, McGregor yeah. fight. Yeah, what do you think It'd about that? It'd be nice that? to have it here, but the ba- it's going to be such a late fight. I mean, they'll drag it out. It won't start until one in the morning. Every time you put a professional boxer in a boxing match against a non-boxer... He's 40, though. You, it doesn't matter. Did you see McGregor get his face pounded in multiple times already? He's not going to get knocked out. He's going to get knocked out. No, he's not. He's going to get knocked out. I'll put out. money on that, for uh, sure. Uh, do, How much do you want to put on that? I, I had 50 uh, bucks. On a knockout? On a knockout. He's going to get knocked the f- out. I'll, I'll put... Three hundred on that. I'm not putting three hundred dollars <laughs> on that. I don't have. Right, well, I'll take fifty bucks. All right, so let's check on that. Fifty bucks on a knockout. On a knockout. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it he's doesn't even matter what happens in the fight. He could, McGregor could lose the fight. He didn't get knocked out. He's, still he's gonna get bucks. knocked out. All right, fifty bucks. All right. May as well just give it to me now. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Florida Brew wants to know Hamnick is getting traded. Uh, probably. Travis is probably on his way out, which is a shame. Incredible human being, Travis Hamnick is. So, um, whatever. Um, your favorite? Uh, who's this? Bert Wondersparkle. I don't know if that's your real last name, but if it is, that's fantastic. <laughs> What's your favorite Mets postseason home run that you've ever seen in person? That's a great question. I know what mine is. David Wright, World Series. Game one? Yeah. Uh, mine would have to be Benny Agbayani. Game three, NLDS 2000. That that Walk off, 13th inning off Aaron Fultz. So Man, that... I want to get back to the World, to World Series. Oh, Man, that was so much fun. I hope you don't have to wait another however many years. I hope not, man. I really, really hope not. Um, let's see what else we got here. Oh, Carp wants to know, how are the men's tanks selling, and can he get a black M logo men's tank top? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> men's tanks, man. We're, we're, we're a dying breed. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, I'm sorry. the tank tops don't do that good, and I tell you guys this all the time. Maybe it's the LGM design's been around a while now. People already have it on the three-quarter sleeve or the sweatshirt or the T-shirt or whatever or the cap. That I'm wearing right now. If you want to pick one up, go to the sevenline.com. Um, buy it. It looks good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize you were modeling it. Yeah, man. Uh, dude, I got corporate synergy here. It's weird. I'm sitting right next to you. I'm not even checking out your steez. Uh, thanks for, I'm wearing just a – this is so stupid of me. I'm on a, on a show. No, I like and I'm it. I'm not even wearing one of my own shirts. I like but that shirt. Thanks to Kel. She went to Monto a couple of days ago as See? I was sweating sweating it out at the warehouse. And uh, it's nice. nice Emily shirt. Ray Johnson wants to know, have, have you ever been told you look like a Wahlberg brother? Yeah. I'd say I went to Wahlburgers and, and like some girls were sitting there on Google like looking through. They thought I was one of their brothers. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. 
Um, Shout out to Wahlburgers, by the way. Our buddy Adam that used to work at McFadden's. Uh, I don't know if he's the GM there, but it's in Port Jeff. There's one out here on Long Island. There's one in Coney Island. So if you're going to be at the outing this Saturday and you have some time to kill, maybe ride the Cyclone, go to Wahlburgers, check it out. Uh, Big Cass wants to know any thoughts on what we're going to do instead of going to Yankee Stadium yet. You figured that out yet? Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking a couple. There are places. talks. There are talks. There are talks. We'll figure it out. Um, Christopher, it's weird. Wants... It's a weekday. It's a, it's a, it is you know? Monday, Tuesday. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, it's a little fagazed. Um, Chris wants to know what I think of the Everly for Storm Trade. I think it's a steal for the Islanders. Um, we do have a question here. I forgot to get to. Yeah. Um, so let me let me pull it up. What's up, fellas? Rob Savage. At Mr. Met 74 here, just heading over to the game. And last week, my question to you guys was uh, a doom and gloom question. It was basically when was the team going to be dismantled because things were looking pretty bad. Uh, we've had a nice rebound. But my next question is going to be when is the team going to finally admit to call up Rosario? We're in a situation where shortstop has had a lot of errors. What do you guys think? Thanks. He actually sent this last week. That's why he said we just bounced back, which we clearly haven't bounced back yeah. in the last week now. But uh, that's probably the million-dollar question. I have no idea why they haven't brought him up yet. Um, clearly, it would be nice to see uh, the young future now. Sure. I want to see him immediately, but yep. I don't know if But we're not Sandy, happen. so who knows why. Let's go through a couple more. Um, here's one that maybe you should take. I know Tezza asked me, but um, – have you seen the Vegas Golden Knights uniforms? Yeah. What do you think? I think it looks like garbage. Like poo-poo? Yeah, poop. <laughs> they look like they should be uh, wearing those at, um, what do they call that place where you eat like the big drumsticks? It was in uh, the Cable Guy. Medieval Times. Yeah. That looks like straight Medieval up. Medieval Times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they look horrible. You bum, like, do you bum, like them? Bum, 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 bum. I am okay with them. I like the road uniform better than the than the home uniform. But I uh, saw the black one, and and you saw the white gloves. I didn't see the gloves. Yeah, the white gloves are, are horrible. A little, though. Right, it's a little tough. Um, it's a little tough. I don't know if I said David Wright hit that home run in game one. It was game three, but home game home one game, in the yeah. World Series. You yeah. know what I meant. Um, Alexis Dawson wants to know what my favorite drink at Epcot is. Um, dude, it's got to be one of those special mo- drinks there. Yeah, yeah, at all the countries. Yeah, it's we, we got to do that one day. I went to Epcot when I was like. We should seven, dude. When uh, for spring training, we should just like drive up to Disney. Some pe- World. A lot of people do that. We should do that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> it's got to be margarita at at uh, Mexico, right? I mean, I see something that's like. Are... Is that the place of, like the beers around the world or whatever? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That'll be cool. That'll be fun to do. Yeah. All right. Check it out. And somebody's got to pay us to do the show down there next year. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Mitch Markle wants to know if. I could only go to one game seven of the World Series at City Field or game seven of the Stanley Cup Finals at Barclays Center. Which would it be? And it would be game seven of the World Series at City Field every day of the Barclays week. Barclays or Barclays? Barclays. Every time you hear someone say it, so I've heard everybody says the Barclays. Same person yeah. say it both ways in, yeah. in a conversation. Barclays. It's Barclays. Barclays. Barclays Center with no the. So it's just the Islanders game tonight is at Barclays Center, not the Barclays or Correct. Barclays. Correct. Like Lay's ch- potato chips or Lee's? Is uh, it Lay's or Lee's? Or, it's Lay's. Wait, right? Or Le- Bark Lay's? Well, it's Lay's potato <laughs> chips, but it's Bark Lee's. Oh, yeah, it's Lay's potato chips for sure. Oh, my goodness. Um, all right, well, let's do one more. Uh, I'll find something. Um, okay, well, we'll, we'll. 
keep it related. It is not Barclays Center. I'm sorry <laughs> if you – there. I tweeted from the Nets game notes directly, the pronunciation guide. I don't make this stuff up, guys. It's weird not being like four beers deep for me, by the way, Well, I am, this point. I happen to be that many Oh, beers. actually, you actually are. They're, yeah. They're light, though. They're light. You don't yeah. drink the, the, the strong stuff. The like high that, test. Usually. I drank uh, – Schmantalk. <laughs> the, um, That's good stuff. Yeah, I had the watermelon, uh, whatever thing, and that was pretty I'm good. I'm not a fan of that, like fruity beers. Like no, that. but it's not. It's not. It's nice and light. I don't know. I went somewhere recently that had a sea salt ale, and I had to try it. It didn't even taste anything like sea salt. But um, Kelly, the other day when she got back from Montauk, she's like, "Oh, I got you surprised," and I thought for sure it was gonna be beer. But it, you know, it was, I, I love the, the nice T-shirt I'm wearing. But I thought for sure it was beer. Sometimes when she's at the supermarket, she's like, "I got you surprised." And it's like a nice twenty-two of like some strong ass yeah, beer. Yeah, that's good, right there. Yeah, like two. Watch the game, pass I, out. I just we we walked down to some farmers market that was happening in like a church parking lot on my street the other day, and St. James Brewery, which is not which is not reside in St. James, which is strange to me. Well, it's like Blue Point isn't in Blue Point. Are, they're not. They're they're in Patchogue now. Oh right, they're in, I forgot. They're they moving. Moved. They yeah. Moved. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. They I tried one of them the other day, and it was pretty decent. Um, oh, did you see those guys gave me? You weren't at the tailgate the other day. They made beer. Yes, the guy uh, Instagram. I didn't me drink or it yet. Yeah, didn't no. Drink it yet? Yeah, he actually sent me something. Hey, did you drink the beer? I forgot to reply, but I put them in Becca's cooler, and I didn't go back to the tailgate uh, and, and hang out afterwards. So I don't know. Maybe Becca drank them. Oh boy. Let me ask you a question. Straight thank, up. Thanks for the beer. Yeah. Thanks for the beer. I mean, I haven't drank it yet, but thanks, <laughs> thanks for that. Um, so I have to, I have to know if is this from you or a person in the comments? I well, it's, it's somebody brought it up. Like Rich brought it up, but I'm, I'm gonna. Could we ever get you to a wrestling event? I've been to them. I, but I told like, you I have Hulk Hogan shirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like the '80s is different. Current wrestling. I'm not event. really like that into it. Like more power to the guys that are. It just like. People even say like, "Oh, did you see the new episode of so and so?" I have no time to do anything really oh, besides that. this, uh, my daily job, which is you know the t-shirts and everything else I do social media wise, and then riding my bike and hanging out with my family. So like yeah. Kelly just tried to finish. I think she finished it last night. Orange is the new black. Like she like right. binge watching like scene episode by episode at night after the baby goes to sleep. I don't have time for any of that shit. Right. I mean, maybe you. We talked about. It, was that were we on the air? I, I always forget if we're live or not. Did yeah. we talk about the the Islanders preseason on yeah. the air or off well, the air? No, off the air. Okay, so like that sounds fun, but like I'm thinking, all right, September maybe I'm going to be riding. You know what I mean? Like it's a Sunday afternoon. I mean, I'm I, not going to pressure you. You, I are, think we. Got, you're always on me for way outings and this and that. So I got to give you a little bit different, man. But I think that if we're going to any barn, it should be the Bordy Barn before the end of the season. Before their end of their season. So their season ends the week after Labor Day. So can we get there between now and then? You're asking me? Yeah. We I, did an outing there. Do you remember the, the second round we did an outing? quite well. I almost went. You should have. I should have. So maybe <laughs> we'll get... Do you, do you want to blow up my spot? No, it's, it's okay. You can blow up my spot. Go ahead. A guy of your age yeah. that is a lifelong resident of Long Island. Correct. It's unacceptable. <laughs> You're 33, right? I'm going to be 33 in November. Unacceptable that you've never been to the Morty Barn. Pathetic. It's almost pathetic. But... <laughs> To your credit, you didn't have that many weekends off. You were playing baseball all the time, which is fine, but you're not True. a baseball player anymore. True. I understand that you're a family man now, and yeah. time is limited. Yeah. So is mine. Mm -hmm. I understand. But you have to get to the Bordy Barn at least once in your life, and it may as well be now rather than when you're 34. So before... Does it does it get depressing at any point? Like, 
You know what it is now? Like I have friends that religiously never miss a weekend. And I think that it's the kind of thing where it's not that it's just for 21 year olds. It, we are getting a little bit on the older spectrum <laughs> yeah. of going there. Yeah, yeah. So may as well just get it over with. Go now before you're too old. All right. But I don't think you're ever really too old to go to the barn. Like shoes, parents go every once in a yeah. while. So I think that when shoes, parents go, maybe we should try to round up the troops. I'll t- talk to Kelly and we should go together. All right. All right. So let's end it on that. Orange and blue thing. Episode 26 in the books. We got Matt's on the hill tonight. I'm going to be sleeping. Um, Hopefully he wins and I'll check it when I'm up at three in the morning with the baby. Anything you want to say? I'm going to do the exact same thing. Okay. (laughs) So uh, I think Mets have an off day on Monday and then they're back home on Tuesday. Monday is going to be their first off day in 18 straight days. Yeah. 19 games in 18 days. Right. Or 18 18 games games in 17 17 days. days. I said eleven and seven, which I'm already lo- losing. You said nine and nine. If they if they pull that off, it'll be a miracle because right now they're not looking too hot. Not so. so good. Anything else you want to say? That's Chief? it, folks. Let's get out of here, boss. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Take care, fellas. Let's go, Mets, uh, son. Word. Oh me. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Thanks for watching. And um, oh, we didn't do the share thing. Oh. Oh, sugar. (laughs) All right, sorry about that. My headphones aren't even in. Almost nobody won. All right, hold on. Brian will do it quick. All right. Make Uh, sure it's somebody that you don't know. I can't make sure of that. I'm I'm doing (laughs) that. I'm doing it for, like, it's on the up and up. All right, so don't look. Hold on, hold on. Sorry. And if you're listening to this afterwards and you thought we were just about to end the show. Sorry. You should watch live because you might win some free shit. And we might be surprised because we just don't end the show when we say we're going to. Uh, All right. Stop. <laughs> Is it really someone you know? It's really someone we both know. We were just talking about. In the middle? There. Where's the? Where's the... Do you want to go up? No, no, no. Where's? Oh, it is on her. All right. Again. Well, you know what it is? It means that we have good friends and our that friends share, share our show. show. So right. Becca, Becca, you won the free ship. So I actually don't have to write this down, but even though I will anyway, just so I remember. I got to text you later. I already know your address. Just tell me what you want. I'll throw it in a box tomorrow. So Becca wins. That's the breaks, kid. Fatality. Oh, and you know what? This is our first week without snacks in the past two yeah, weeks. Yeah, I know. Moose is back in Florida. I think he's watching this. Shout out to my father in law. I miss him, man. He was a fan favorite at the game. I miss the wisdom. Yeah. The, the, yeah, and and you know what he was he created our titles of the last two shows. He did the, so we're the, gonna have to figure it out now. Yeah, sometimes you're the dog and sometimes you're the hydrant. Yeah. Was this thing last week? So we'll think about out. it. But anyway, guys, we'll thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Try to catch a live show every Thursday on Facebook.com/slash The Seven Line. We go live at 6 p.m. Eastern. Chit chat and usually drink beers. I'm sober this week, but usually drink drink beers and talk about the Mets for about an hour. We enjoy hanging out with you guys. Thanks for letting us do what we do, and we'll see you guys next week. Let's go Mets.